you for tuning in to Nonsense Worth Mentioning, a podcast about nothing that talks about everything. My name is Nick, and this week I'm sitting here with my brother from another mother, Juan, my actual brother, Mikey, and I sit down and finally talk about the one topic I try to avoid on this podcast, and that's my relationship with my wife. It's a very emotional one, so just be warned. It's a lot of crying, a lot of pauses. I try to edit most of them out so it doesn't drag out, but um, here it is. Let's get into it. Yeah, so talk to us, Nick. Talk to us. You know, I ain't gonna lie, I do want to, but I'm. I just, I just feel spent. You know, like take a deep breath. I have no more energy for any of this. You know, like I, I just keep crying. You know, and I mean, this has always been the one thing that no matter how much we talk, I I could, I couldn't fix. You know, and now it's to the point where like it just can't be fixed, and I, I don't really understand. Like, I just can't grasp. Like, she just doesn't want to be in a relationship. But I'm like, I don't understand what you think so different about us being in a relationship. Like, nothing has to change other than the fact of us being together. Like, you don't have to stop hanging out with your friends and going to the bar. Like, you don't have to stop playing softball on Sundays. You don't have to stop going out and about doing you. You know what I mean? Just when you're home, just you're home with me. But she just doesn't want to do like, it. She like just ignore you. At first, she didn't. At first, you know, I, I thought we was both building towards something. I thought I thought we was both working towards building back the friendship, and then the idea was to build the friendship back, and eventually that would lead to us building our relationship back as husband and wife, and that's what I thought we was doing. And somewhere along the line, like she just checked out. And then um, I didn't really realize it until the day before Angie's Sweet 16 when I had my nail painted that she was like, you know, now I'm not embarrassed. Now I'm not ashamed to say that we split up. And I was like, what? Like, that's that's fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of hurt. You know, I was like, and then that's when I realized, like, yo, like, she checked out, yo, like, she's not about this. And I kept trying to talk to her about it, and it just, I don't know, I this and that, I don't know, I don't know. And then just now it's to the point, and after a few weeks, she was like, nah, I just don't want to do it. And I'm like, but, like, I don't get it, yo, like, you asked to do this, I did it. And it's almost like she asked me to do it, and then she saw that I was doing it, and it, like, scared her. Because she's worried you know, in her head, it's like, well, I'm going to go fall back in love with him and he's going to go back to being who he was and I don't want to be hurt again. So she kind of just checked out. And that's where we're at right now, man. Like she just. And then, but once we had this conversation that it came out like that, then it seemed like it just made it worse. You know what I mean? Like she just, like she could not be home. Like she always had something to do to make sure she was not in the house alone with me. And then the other day she was like, yeah, nah, I don't, I don't want you sleeping in the bed. It's confusing. So I don't know, man, it's probably the beginning of the end. And I don't know how to undo it. I don't know how to fix it. And I, I like realistically, I, I keep telling her, like, I like, she was always the first one to tell me like, you know, like when I'll be stressing about something that's going to happen, like, don't worry about what's going to happen. It's not, it's not, it didn't happen yet. Just focus on now. You know, don't worry about that. It hasn't happened yet. You stick positive and focus on now. And it's like now that she's 
I'm like, yo, like you're not even taking your own advice. Like you just dwelling on the past that she can't let go, which is a problem to begin with. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, I'm not telling her to forget it, not by any stretch of the imagination. You know what I mean? I'm just telling her to move on from it. She can't. And then on top of that, she's too focused on the fact that it's going to turn into a relationship that she doesn't want it to do that. So she's so focused on what it's going to be that she doesn't want to do that. So she doesn't allow the now to happen. And I just keep telling her like, yo, I'm just focus on the now. I'm not telling you to change nothing. Just focus on the now and just give me time to be with you. Like, to, you know, and, and like I said, up until a few weeks ago, we did that. We would sit down in the room and watch TV together or sit in the kitchen and have dinner together. But then once these conversations started, like all oh, that shit stopped. Like yesterday was the most normal day in the past few weeks. Like, I talked to her at work a little y'all bit. Y'all interacted? Was, y'all interacted yesterday? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, and, and not in, like, a negative way. Like, we were talking and everything was fine. Like, she went out, obviously, you know what I mean? She was home for a little bit, took a nap. She woke up and she bounced. I mean, she still did that, but it wasn't it wasn't uncomfortable. It wasn't, like, I don't know, man. It just... <clears throat> what about, like, what's the possibility... Not the possibility, but like you said, she goes to play softball on Sundays or whatever. Whatever you just went out there and watched her. And That's like, what I said. Her. But she don't want to. She don't want she that. She don't girl. want you there. Did she say she don't want you there? She was like, oh, nobody else goes. You know, you you going all of a sudden is weird and this and that. Like she doesn't want none of that. Like she doesn't want it. You know, like she doesn't want to go to therapy. She just doesn't want to do anything. She's like done. She just checked out, yo. And I, I really like. I can't fix it. I can't fix our relationship if she's not a part of it. You know what I mean? Like, I can fix me. I can fix what's going on with me. But I can't fix us if I'm by myself. If if she's not giving me the time <laughs> to be with her and be around her and to talk to her. and I, I would definitely suggest. I know I know you don't read. I know you fight me on that, that book I gave you. Radical Husbands Do. There's a lot of wisdom in that book. Like, a lot. My man there, his his wife literally like kicked him out, threw his shit out the house, like everything. Like that she was done done with him. He was he and he admits it that he was a piece of shit. He ruined their marriage. And uh what book was this, Mikey? Well, Radical Husbands Do. What radical man husbands do right there. Uh-huh. He he um he rebuilt his marriage the same way somebody in AA was shit, one day at a time. And and one of the things in the book um if i remember it correctly is he was more about not telling her like what he's going to do or what he wants to do um his thing was he pretty much asked his wife like listen can i come back to the house and can i stay for just one day that's it there was no further discussion he said okay you can stay for one day and that day he you know he goes through the book of all the things he did how he served his wife and this and that but he never if I remember correctly, he never brought up like how they sat and talked. He just said, "Let me let me show you for this one day how I'm gonna be." Actions. And then the next day, they would wake up. He'd be like, "Can I have one more day?" And she gave him that one more day. And the rest of their marriage up until he died was he was married for that one day, and he was able to rebuild his marriage through that. Um, so that would be my first suggestion. I mean, I gave you that book like two years ago. <clears throat> The you other did. thing is, I, uh, huh? I think you did. You did. you gave it yeah. to me when we first started doing all this talk. And then, and I think that's the problem, too, that, like, right now, like, 
I'm into my growth and growing as a person and like fixing myself and healing myself. And she's just into like, she just wants to live life right now. She wants to, you know, find the fountain of youth. You know, she doesn't yeah, want to get old. She just wants to be nothing, out and about. There's nothing you can do to change that, you know, so you have to focus on what you could change. You need to change your wording now and you need to stop saying she checked out. There ain't nothing I can do. You need to start saying, well, listen, this is what I'm going to do. And I hope maybe this turns around. Because by you saying she checked out, it's done. You telling yourself in the back of your head, I got no, no, I got no chance in hell to do this. And we all know what happens when you tell yourself you have no chance in hell to do something. You ain't going to do it. So you need to change the words you're using. And you need to start doing shit and say, you know what? I hope this works out. And that's all we got is hope. You know, I told you last time when, when we spoke about, you know, my faith and why I feel so strongly about it. You know, when, when you're in a rut and you look like you have no hope, my faith is like, all right, well, you give that up to Jesus and, and you go about your day knowing that you have him and right behind you, fighting with you. And that gives you a little something extra, you know, but you have to have that that faith and believe in it. But you got to change your, your, your tone. You got to change the words you're using. Because that's giving you that defeated attitude and well, I know, shutting you down. I know that was a big, a big part of like why I was handling it so bad at first. Because when this first all happened, I just keep telling myself over and over. I was like, yo, like, I was like, damn, you know what? Like, I fucked up, yo. Like, I fucked up. Like, this is my fault. I fucked up. And, and I mean, and it is. I, I, I did fuck up. You know, and, and it is. It is my fault. But, like, I'm trying. You know what I mean? And I was so focused on the fact of like the fact that I got this here and beating myself up over the fact that I got this here. And I wasn't really focusing on the fact that, yeah, you know, I did get it here, but I'm doing the best I can to try to fix it. You know what I mean? And if it doesn't at this point, it's not on me. You know what I mean? I'm not the one shutting out. I'm not the one shutting down. I'm not the one walking away. You know what I mean? And once I started like focusing on that more, it became a little bit easier to deal with. But it, it, I definitely agree. It definitely has to do with me changing the way I, I think and uh, look at the situation. I mean, we always talk about it all the time. It's all about perspective and how you look and see things. And that that has been a big help in me being able to deal with, and you know, what's going on. You know, I mean, but at the end of the day, I mean, I'm still crying myself to sleep because it still hurts to know that, Yeah, no, that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt. That's, that's going to be part of the process, man. You know, you, but you got to change the words you're using. You got to reframe that and nobody said it ain't going to hurt. That shit going to hurt like, a, like how? Oh yeah, it's going to hurt, you know? And same thing, I go back to my faith. My faith don't say that it's not going to hurt. My faith don't say it's not going to be hard. It just says that you ain't going to be alone doing it. But I'm saying like, it's, it's going to hurt. It's going to be hard. You know, it's not going to be easy. You're going to have those moments where you break down. I mean, I'm always telling you to open it up, man. You read through the, the Psalms and you see David went from all ranges from he was on top of the world to crying out like why is this happening to me like it's normal emotions are normal you can have those emotions you can have those feelings but it's how you act that's going to change it it's the words you use you know that's going to help reframe your mind like would you know like let's say for example right you just come home one day and you decide you know what fuck i'm gonna make dinner i'm gonna serve two plates and you text listen i made dinner um there's food here if you want to come home and eat and give it a little bit and then you sit down you eat you pack it up put it away fuck it Bring it to work next day. All right. And then next day you do the same thing. And no, with no expectations though. 
the, you know, no, like the, when she comes home, no that's snarky attitude. No, well, I made dinner, but you know, you had none of that. Just say, hey, listen, I made dinner. There's enough for for both of us. If you want to come home and eat, I'm gonna eat at five thirty. Five thirty comes, you sit down, you eat, put it away. Next day, same thing. Hey, or if you want, give it every other day. Hey, I made some dinner. You know, there's enough for the both of us. If you want to eat, I'm eating at this time. That's it. And if she don't come, clean it up, put everything away. That's it. No, let's talk. Let's sit. Nah, just like I said, just actions, actions. Show her. Same thing I said. You know, with with you know going going to marriage therapy. You know, I mean, like I said, I, me and my wife been through it, man. I I damn near had a letter on the Twice. table, coming home one Twice. night, and and the letter said, "I want you out by the end of the month." You know, I I've, I've never shared that publicly, but the note said, "I want you out. I'm done with you," and uh, that shit sucked. I realized that I got there because of myself, you know, and um, I just kept trying to reframe my mind. You know, I started realizing that I wasn't hanging with the with the right group of people that was sharing the mindset I needed to have, you know, and, and I, I started changing shit. And that's when I went on this like journey to change myself. You know, I started reading these personal development books every morning. You know, I started spending a little bit more time alone with myself, with my thoughts. And, and seeing what was important to me and, and checking my motives on why I was doing certain things I was doing. And luckily, you know, my wife, even though she, she threatened to kick me out, I mean, she never showed it, you know, she continued to fight for the, for the marriage and, you know, we're in a better place because of it. I mean, she could have easily said that she was done, kicked me the fuck out. I could have been gone, but she being the one that didn't want to end the relationship continue to fight which in turn made me realize how much of an idiot i was and how the best place for me was here with my family with my wife you know that's where my life was meant to be but it wouldn't have happened if she threw in the towel like ah well fuck it he's done like why am i gonna bother right she was the one who called the therapist she was the one who made the appointment for us and she even told me straight up, she was, listen, if, if you don't want to go, that's fine. I'll go by myself. But I went, you know, and, and the therapist helped me realize a lot of shit about myself. You know, they, they say that uh, with marriage and love, that it's, it's not about feeling, right? They say that, you know, you're going to fall in and out of love throughout the course of your marriage many times. But the the key is, that you don't both fall out of love at the same time. Because if you both fall out of love at the same time, that's when the shit don't work, right? So if, if there's one person still um, in love and still fighting, yeah. then you're all right, you know? And then, you know, if this turns around, maybe it comes, you know, a couple of years down the road where you're the one that is like, ah, fuck it, I'm done. And then maybe she might fight. But, I mean, this shit ain't easy, man. This, this married mm -hmm. stuff ain't easy, but... Like I said, I mean, there's a lot of resources, man. A lot of stuff I share, a lot of things I say. And then all, all the work that, you know, we do on a regular basis for our, our mental health, you know, the three of us and what we share with everybody else. Like, now's the time to start putting that shit into play, you know, when shit gets bad. You know, when shit's going good, it's easy to keep all these, you know, mindset techniques and, and different practices in practice. But when shit gets rough, that's when you need it. And that's what it is now, man. I feel like I just, I feel like everything that I did the past two years just gotten undone in a matter of weeks, yo. Like, I I have no desire to, like, do anything. Like, I did literally, like, you sit home on 
and watch fucking TV, bro. Like, that's where I'm at right now. Like, I, I turned on my PlayStation the other day, and I couldn't even play anything because everything had an update, yo. Like, everything had an yeah. update. So I'm like, I've fuck, yo. Like, I just want to <laughs> sit here and play video games to get my mind off shit, and I can't fucking do nothing. Like, <sighs> I like that dinner idea. That's a good idea. I, I mean, I had a, I, I went to that, I went to the, to the psychi- um, to the marriage counseling. We did that shit twice. Twice for us. Yeah. Um, and I think I gave you the second doctor's. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and yeah, you might have to pay for it. You know, it, it was, it was worth it because at the end of the day, like for, for me, the way I had took it the second time was like, all right. So at, at, I'm going to take this serious, and at the end of the day, if this doesn't work, I know I put the work in, and I know I'm making myself better. So if if I do have to get into another one, I know how to treat this person and not ruin it. Um, But it's, man, I sat here for, I remember when what happened the second time with us, she didn't come home from work for the whole weekend. She left me here for the whole weekend, and that shit fucked me up the whole weekend. I was dropping tears the whole weekend. I just couldn't figure out, you know, why. And just, I mean, we, like you said, one person in it, one person out of it, Mikey. You know, I was, I was still, I wasn't just gonna let it go like that. And it was rough. It was rough. Straight ignoring. Straight ignoring. Like. No, nothing for a minute. And you have to think positive on it and do positive things, like Mikey also said. The negativity is, especially with you, the negativity is not, not, not good. The words, I should say, is not good. Yeah, words have power, man. They really, words really do. Have and power. That's something that I, I really try to think about more <clears throat> with the show, doing, doing the show now, how I'm using those words and what your words I'm. I'm like with the kids or with my wife when I'm getting into it with them. Because a simple ass word for us could be damning for, to them, you know? Yeah. It's, I'm reading this. It's, it's, it's real serious. This, uh, reading this book right now. It's not as much as I thought it would be. It just seems. I'm not going to get into the book, but anyway. The point is, there's a whole section of the book. Um, It's about dads and daughters talking. They have a whole section just on um, wounds. From words that dads used without realizing, like how damaging, like a little word, like you say, like you said, you say the word, or you say whatever, and you thinking like, ah, it's no big deal, whatever, you know. I said it, John said it, whatever. She'll get over it. That shit could have lasting ramifications, bro, without even realizing it. And, and I think so, that that's a problem that we have 24 years of damaging words that I've said, well, that she, and that's that, where, and she just constantly play them over in her head over and over and over well and that's why i say that i don't think um trying to sit down and discuss shit is the way to go anymore i mean it took you 24 years to get here with words it's probably going to take you about 30 without you know with words still like if you want to continue to do it with words it, you, you have 24 years of, of shitty words how many years of good words do you think you need we always say that all the time what took you fucking 30 40 years to get to you're not gonna get out of it in a year, you know. But you, you can make it a lot quicker if you get rid of the words and just do actions, and then just make sure you don't say those, you know, bad words. 
or, you know, whatever the case is, you know what I mean? Like, don't repeat those things. Don't repeat those habits that you, you, you know, cultivated over the past 24 years. Just kind of use your actions to speak for you. And that's it. Let it be. I mean, that's how I am at work. I don't no longer explain what I do or how I do or why I do what I do. I just do it. You know, once you get to a certain point, you're like, you know what? What I say ain't going to matter. It's what I do that's going to make the difference. So it's like no point in talking about it. Just just do it. But you got to do it without any expectation. You know, we, we I think we had a whole show about that, you know, about that that servant leadership. You know, being the leader of your home and serving your, your home just because that's your responsibility. That's you know, and you're doing it out of love. You know, and, and that's all you can do. That's really at the end of the day, that's all you can do. You could you could work on yourself, try to make yourself be the best you can be, and you serve those those you love without any expectation in return. And that's it. That that's all, you know, that's where you're at right now. And then you gotta start, you know, eating eating better foods. You gotta start moving your body more. You know, I, I was listening to the show and the guy was saying that whenever he gets into a certain mood, he just wherever he's at, he just starts moving his body. Like he'll be in his office and something will aggravate him. And instead of sitting there with it, he said he'll get up and do 100 jumping jacks. And through his body moving and his heart rate pumping, all of a sudden those feelings just kind of slide off and he can sit down now and focus on task at hand. But if you're just sitting around, like your body got no, nothing to change the the, the physiology. Of, the mood, the yeah. Thing. Like, like, you know, because moods are right. Cause, I mean, we think of moods as, as feelings, right? We just think of it as feelings. Like they're in our brain, they're just feelings. We just feel them. But in reality, there's there's like a physical change that occurs in your body when you no, have a hundred percent is yeah because I noticed now since I've been feeling the way I've been feeling like my body's all fucked up yo like but that's what I'm saying though so if you're not giving your body the the avenue to to change the hormones and 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 the chemicals going on inside it's not gonna change you so if you just sit there it's, that might you know be I mean? affect her too I think the I can't think of the word man this just dropped me crazy what you think about that Mikey. That might, that? Be affecting, that might be affecting her too. Nah, but she be it's doing possible. a lot of shit. She be she be working out. She be going to play softball. She be doing she be doing well, a bunch of shit. That's what I'm saying. She might not want to stay in the house because of how you're the like the the aura that's coming off of you. Oh, because I get you. you're being down on yourself. Like she might not want to be around that. So maybe if you change that too, that might help out a little bit too more energetic ish you know what i'm trying to say yeah it's all over the place so you know how i get down i'm not that, as articulate as mikey you know, i'm not that articulate either yeah. towel <laughs> i was trying to just keep myself from sweating before man i think it's physi physiological right so that's that's the effect that your body has on the inside physiological so you can use your, your physical body to change your physiological inside you know what I mean? So, like, if you're getting these feelings and these emotions and you're just sitting with them, you're not letting your body any chance to change it. Because there's nothing else coming in to change it. So, it's just like, all right, well, there's nothing coming in. There's no good food coming in. There's, there's nothing. You know, but you get up and, and you're like, no, I said, you know, if, you, if you're in a mood and you get up and you're like, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go walk around the block. And just get up, go outside and walk around the block. And then all of a sudden you start getting, like, angry and you're like, you know, I'm just going to run. I'll tell you right now, some of the best work, workouts and runs I had have been when I've been in a certain mood, man. I remember going to the gym when my father-in-law passed. I mean, people probably thought I was crazy because I was straight crying throughout my whole workout. But every lift I grabbed went up effortlessly, you know, and I was using those hormones and emotions and everything in my body to, to move this weight around, you know, instead of just sitting with it. I mean, yeah, sometimes you need to sit with it. You know, I'm not saying that you got to do this every time. Because like we said, emotions are normal. 
and they're good, you need to feel them. You know, sometimes you got to sit in it and you need to let that like sink in your brain and make you think about things and, and make you make those changes. But once you get there, you got to start trying to move through them. And that, that's a big thing that's been, I've been like, <clears throat> like messing me up too. Like typically I, I've always been able to just like walk away from someone that, that didn't want my time. I've always been, it's always been very easy for me to like cut people out of my life and just move on from shit. Like people that you wouldn't even think I, I would do that to, I was able to do that to. And I guess now because of everything changing the way it is and the way I am, it's just like, I can't do that now. And I'm like, fuck, like I want to be able to do that. I want to just be able to just yeah. click it off and just walk be like, you know what? Fuck it. You don't want to do this and fuck it. I, I ain't going to force you. I'm out. And I'm like, but I, I don't want to, I can't, I, I don't know, man. I just. You got to change the narrative, Nick. Yeah, but that's, that's a sign of strength, though. The fact that you don't just want to walk away shows how strong you are. Because it's, it's a lot easier to walk away. It's a lot easier to say, fuck it, and just step off. Right? But it takes strength to decide, I'm not going. I'm, I'm going to stay right here, and I'm, I'm going to figure something out, and I'm going to do it. It takes a lot of strength to, like, sit there in that. You know what I mean? So, and that's another thing you need to realize that like you might be seeing these emotions and everything you're going through. Like you said, like everything you did the past two years went to shit and you're feeling weak again. And that's far from the truth because the fact that you still sitting in it, refusing to give up, that shows that what you did these past few two years <clears throat> actually didn't make a difference. You just said it yourself right now. You just proved the case to yourself. For years ago, you had no problem walking away from somebody. You know, somebody that you probably should have fought for. You had no problem doing it. And now here we are. And you can't seem to find yourself to want to walk away. And that's because that's a sign of strength. You're willing to fight for something that means something to you. Like, I keep hoping that she's going to come home and just, like, be like, and, like, see, like, damn, it was fucked up. This is, this is not what I really want. And the thing, like, she keeps saying that she that's what she wants. But I feel like she just, like, the stuff she says when we talk. And then she says that it's like it's like I feel like she's trying to convince herself that this is what she wants. That it is not really what she wants, but she's convincing herself that this is what she wants, and she's trying to force herself to think that this is what she wants. That's why you got to stop talking. Because right, words, yeah, I was gonna say, word, people could use words and and lie and manipulate, but actions, actions, you can't. You know what I mean? You can't lie and manipulate with actions. I mean, you could if you're a really conniving person. I've been learning that reading the uh, Forty Eight Laws of Power. But for majority of the people, their actions are going to show their true drop. feelings, their true intent, you know? Well, it was a good book. Uh, you know, one of my <laughs> niece's uh, boyfriends gave it to me. It's a very good book, but it's, it's, uh, it's heavy. I'm just saying, you know, it's the actions that are going to determine the true outcome. You know, you, you could talk about all you want, and you could say things, she could say things, people say things. But in the end, it's what you do that makes the difference. Focus on you the know, positive. Try to turn it around. Change the narrative. Change the words. And, and like I said, do, and actions. But you have to remember, you got to do those actions with no expectation. That when is the we, biggest yes. part. When we first started talking about this whole building the friendship back, you know, I, I because I was always hearing her like, oh, you don't do this. You don't help with that. You don't do this. So in my head, like, it's like, that's what she wants. She wants me to do things for her. And then, like, going back and looking at it, it's like, that's not her love language though. She is one of those things done. Like her love language is quality time. Like she just wants to be loved. She wants to be, you know, for me to be with her, for me to do things with her. And I was so focused on doing things for her and, you know, doing my own thing that I never really 
gave her what she really wanted and what could have really had turned it around. And now that I understand that and I'm trying to do that, she's like, yeah, no, I don't want that enough. I don't want that from you. Like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, she, it, like, again, I think it's just that she's worried that it doesn't, that it's going to go back to how it was. That, you know, right now I am doing what I'm doing and being who I am. Because she's acknowledged the fact that I've changed. You know, all the people I've talked to about the situation have acknowledged how much I've changed. They're telling me different things to do. But I can't do some of that stuff because, like, I, I need her there to do them. And right now she's just not there. And I, I don't even mean not there, like, not there in the sense of, like, she that's not what she wants. Like, she's just not present. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she's just not around for me to do things. It's rough, man. It's definitely a fucking hard situation. It's definitely... I, I got to figure something out, though. And I got to figure it out quick. I, I feel like I'm fucking running against time right now, yo. Like, my back's against the wall. And fucking time is running out real fucking quick, yo. And, I mean, we, I've talked about it before, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I saw how things were. And I was mentally prepared for this to happen if it didn't work out. But I was mentally prepared that this would happen if we tried and it didn't work out. And I, I feel like now it's like, and I don't want to like anyone to take it like I'm vilifying her or anything like that. You know what I mean? Because I get it. Because you know she, the fact that she stuck around this long it, it is is a is a feat within itself. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it was. Everybody knows me how difficult I am. You know what I mean? So it was a lot. It was a lot of difficult years. So the fact that she stayed around this long, you know what I mean, it, is amazing. I've said it all the time. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, like they always say, like you don't know what you have till it's gone, and it, it, I, you know what you have, you just don't expect it to be gone, and that's where I'm at. You know what I mean? It's like, so I was mentally prepared that, you know, we were gonna try to work it out. It had had we did it, and it didn't work out because of things that I did or whatever the case may be, or things that she did, whatever the case may be. Then he'd be like, all right, cool. You know what I mean? We tried. You know, we gave it our, we gave it our shot. We gave it a run at it, and it didn't work out. But now it's like I don't I don't feel like that's the case. I feel and I think maybe that's why I'm having a hard time dealing with it because it's like it's not that we gave it a shot and it didn't work out. It's just like to stop doing it. To just stop being a part of it. Yeah, but you yeah. could still continue to do whatever you plan to do. That's all you that's all you then you know I mean? That's all you, that's all you have left if, uh, at the end of the day. You know, I think we yeah. have control over is how we react. Like I keep thinking about the idea of being forty five and having a date again, you know, like don't want to do that, yo. Not that that's why I'm doing this, but like, just that's just like a scary thought. Like, well, don't think of. The, I mean, you, the, like Mikey said throughout the whole show already with the with the negative. You, you don't even think about that because at this point, that's a negative. That goes on the negative side. You know what I'm saying? Just, just try to just try to keep positive and keep moving forward in a positive way and. And and let and let the universe do what it do. To be, at the end of the day, it's out of your control. Because at the end of the day, you can't control her feelings. You can't control nothing about her. Even your actions really can't control what what she does. It's gonna be on her to want to have to do anything. So all you could do is present the best you, and hopefully that's enough for the universe to flip it in your favor to to click that flip that switch, you know, and 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 let it go and go through for you. But I mean, you can't, you cannot stay negative on it. You just cannot. That, that's, I have no, I have nothing for you. <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> you have to just stop don't, with the negative don't, and just go positive and make the best, the best you you can make 
And if, if it's going to be there, it's going to be there. You can't force nothing. That's one thing I have learned with these women is you can't force nothing on them. You could think you're forcing something on them, but at the end of the day, you can't force nothing on them. Yeah. The flick of the switch, they could be like, nope, I ain't with none of this shit. So you just got to right. present the best you and, and keep that option kind of off the table for them. Got to be... I mean, life goes. Life is gonna go on. As shitty as it says, as it sounds, life goes on, and can't take negative into the next stage of it, and just, just gonna kill yourself mentally yeah. and physically. It's just gonna, just, it's just gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt you bad. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's shitty. I wish I had this magic dust that I could give you. You could sprinkle it over her, and shit changes or some shit. <laughs> A, a root that she could drink and, and <laughs> some shit. Do some blue uh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, but the negative words, the negative thoughts, the it's over, like Mikey said, yeah. it's over, it's the checkout, can't happen. You got to get rid of that. got to get rid of that. It's got to, if the words ain't working, you got to use the actions. Yeah. And like I said, you just got to do that shit without expectation. The way? Uh, I said, you know, I, I was going to make like a quick example to like make it make sense. You know, so let's say you decide, like I said, you were going to do the dinner thing, right? And you hit her up. And you're like, hey, listen, you know, I made dinner. There's enough for both of us. I'm going to eat at 530, you know. And she might shoot back like, oh, well, I was I was going out with so-and-so tonight. You can't be like, oh, but I, I just told you I made dinner. You know, at that point, you got back, like, oh, all right. So I'm just going to pack it up with being in the fridge if you want it. You know, you got to kind of leave it at that. But yeah, it's going to suck. It's just going to be like a fucking stab in the heart. I'm not saying it's not, but you got to try to hold that. Right. You know? and, and if you need to, you go in your room, you close your door, you, you fucking cry it out, say a prayer, whatever you need to do. And then you come out, you finish your dinner, you put the shit away and you're like, you know, let me go for a walk. Let me go for a walk and clear my head and get some break, you know, fresh air, whatever. And then the next day you try something different, you know, maybe you do like three dinners in a row and it don't work out, you know, then you're like, oh, let, me, let me switch it, you know, you might hit her up and be like, hey, listen, you know, um, after dinner tonight, I'm thinking about going out for a walk, it's pretty nice if you want to join me, I'm, I'm probably going to go at like 6.30, you know, if you're free, you know, if not, whatever, it's cool, you know, and she might hit you back again and be like, oh, well, you know, I'm tired, oh, no worries, I'm, I'm going to be out there, I'm going to go for my walk, I'll talk to you later. You know, and then you got to kind of keep it like that. Well, that's what I, the, a few, uh, I think it was last Friday I had did that. We were in the house, you know, um, I was doing stuff in the kitchen. She was cleaning the house like she normally does on Fridays. And then um, she had to go to her dad's and go do something. So she bounced. And I was like, you know what? Let me train up the house for her. You know what I mean? Let me finish what she's doing so that when she gets back, she don't got to finish doing any of this stuff. And we could, you know, maybe sit down and watch a movie or something. So I finished cleaning what she was doing. I gave the dog a bath, something I've never, ever done. You know what I mean? So I did all that shit to try to help her out. And then at 9.30, she called and she's like, oh, I'm leaving my dad's house. I'm going to go meet so-and-so at the bar. And I was like, damn, I, you know, I, I thought you was coming back. You know, I finished up what you was doing to clean, you know, so we could chill when you got back. And she was, then she is like, you're not going to make me feel guilty for going out. I'm like, I, I'm not trying to make you feel guilty for going out. Like, I'm just telling you what I, I didn't know you were going out. And I thought you was coming back. So I did this. You know what I mean? I thought, you know, and it kind of turned a little ugly. You know, and then she just went out, and then she didn't come home till like two thirty in the morning, you know. And I was like, "Fuck, yo!" Like she still went out knowing that I did this. Like I, I had this thought, but that's and, you know, that's like she Mikey's didn't, she saying. didn't think to be like, "Hey, you know what? I'm just gonna chill for a little bit and go back to the crib," or even like, you know, like so. 
I, well, but that's I guess what I'm saying, you know, the the way what I'm trying to say is the way that shit went, you know, it should be like, okay, well, listen, you know, I finished up the shit you were doing, so you don't got to worry about it. I'll talk to you later. I wouldn't even mentioned it, you know, and that's it, you know. But instead, you did it, but you did it with an expectation, then that left you feeling a certain way. It's compounds to the issue, you know what I mean? So like, you should have just did it and be like, you know, let me do this shit, so then this way she don't got to worry about it. And then when you got that text, you know, like I said, it's not it's not easy, you know, to, to hold that in, you know. I mean, you could even just shut that text and then went in your room and, and, and fucking beat the shit out of your pillow to release, you know, whatever. But well, the, the thing is, the it's, 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 <laughs> no, not the dog, not the dog, come on. Not the dog, <laughs> but the thing is, you know, to try to, it, it's, it's the, the point is trying to alleviate the tension, right? Trying to alleviate the tension. Trying to free up, you know, the, the other person's mind, right? Because that's another issue, right? They say that a lot of times, um, and for some reason, they say it's just for women. Every time I listen to a podcast, it's like, yeah, women have this, men have it too. But a lot of times, the, the issue is you got all these things in your mind that has to get done, that needs to get done, that you want to do, but you can't focus on nothing else, right? So if you could alleviate some of that tension from the things that need to be done and also alleviate the tension of, the expectations, the hope is that it frees up the mind to be a little bit more relaxed and more open. That's why I said you got to do things without that expectation. If when text her or what, when she said she was going to the bar or whatever, if you'd have left it like at that, she might have just went to the bar, had a couple drinks, came back to the house thinking like, damn, I got to clean this shit up before I could go to bed because I can't have it all messy before I go to bed. Then come home, see it's done, be like, oh shit, just gonna clean this shit yeah. up. I mean, it's, oh. there's a whole bunch of different ways it could have worked. Yeah, it it could have even been, you know, that but she got saying there, what you said, chop like, any, any That's options. what I'm saying. But she could have, she, you know, she could have went out and been like, you know what, I don't, I don't really want to go home and fucking deal with him. He's already giving me a hard time. Like, I'm not fucking going home. Fuck that. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. and that's what you're trying to alleviate. I'm not saying 100% it would have worked out the other way. She maybe still would have yeah. came home. Not she came home, but. You give yourself the best possible outcome based on how you react to what's going on. Mm-hmm. But like Juan said, maybe you don't say nothing. You know, maybe you just say, all right, no problem. And then she's like, oh, let me just go for a little bit. But I got to go home and finish cleaning up. And then she comes home. She's like, oh, shit, you cleaned everything up. Or the other way, you know, you say, all right, no problem. Listen, I cleaned everything up. You don't got to worry about it. You know, when you come home, you come home. And, and she might have been out feeling okay. You know, not having that tension, you know, hung out for a little bit and would have been good. Like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna go home. You know, I'm a little tired. I'm gonna go home. But she knows she's not going home A to clean and she's not going home B to fight because you already cleaned everything up and you already given her the clue that that you're feeling all right, that you're cool. You, it is what it is. You know, and to and be, way, to be honest, with you, gonna work. to be honest with you, that you must be, you must be throwing, throwing up that you're doing things and this is the way that she's reacting. If she was like, you're not gonna make me feel guilty for going out. You feel me? So you might not directly be doing it. It might be indirectly and like, oh, I'm trying to do this, you know, for us to be better, blah, 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 blah. And that's not what she's trying to hear. So it might just be better just to do what you're gonna do and not be like, oh, I did so and so for you, or I did this, or I did that, you know. Just, just do it and let it be done and let her see it with her eyes that it happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree with that. Because, uh, 
like like Mikey said, like we we both said in the beginning of the show, like the way we say things is thinking that it's not being taken in in a specific way. You know, could be the complete flip side on their on their end. So a, a a pleasant sentence out of our mouth could be quite damaging to a woman. You know what I'm saying? Lack of using the proper words. So, you know, just do and let her see. Yeah. I like that dinner shit though. Like I, I like I like that. I think that that could be a good one. And the and one more day, I like that too. But I don't know if that's just you might have to work into that one though. Well, so, I mean, I'm just, gotta you know, be that's, a little that's, bit more. that's what, uh, you know, that's what he did. I'm telling you, know, that you get a chance, man. You got you to gotta dig into that book. Even just yeah, you got to read that book. You know, when, 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 did, to be honest, because now I, 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 I feel like I have a lot of alone time. I, I did pull out three books that I actually wanted to read. I just haven't gotten to that. But I do have these, the three books right here. That And you know what? I, I would even say leave them shits around the fucking house. Let it be known that that's what you're doing without you letting it be known that's what you're doing. Because when I, when I read, I read every morning, right? Every morning I sit down, I read my Bible, I read a personal development book, I journal. And when I'm done, I don't clean that shit up. I leave that shit around the table. I go work out. I go do my run. I come back. I pack the kids' lunch. Like, I leave it there so that everybody in my house comes down and they see it. Because what's the point of doing it if you're doing that shit in secrecy, Right? What example are you giving to your family? If, you, if you're trying to better yourself, but you're not really letting it be known. And you can't let it be known by coming out. Like, yo, I'm, I'm bettering myself. Look at me, I'm, I'm doing better. <laughs> but you let it be known by, by the actions that you're doing, right? So my daughters come downstairs in the morning and they see my Bible there and they see my pens and they see my journal, you know, and my wife comes down and she sees this. Oh, all right. So, you know, dad was down here doing his thing, right? And maybe they don't even click on it you know because they're, they're kids right but maybe down the road when they're older and they start thinking back right they're like oh yeah no my dad used to sit down every morning and read and he was always working on himself maybe that's right? what i need to do right now because i find myself <clears throat> lost i need to work on myself like my dad did exactly yeah. and, and and you plant those seeds you know so that's what i'm saying you know when, when you go to turn the playstation on and everything has to reload you know what fuck it grab the that's, book go sit go sit in the front sit outside so this way talking to you, you you get an oxygen, you get a vitamin D from the sun if it's the daylight, right? You, you get in to hear the birds, you're in nature, you're in God's creation. Like, how can you be, like, you look around and it's like, this is beautiful, right? Like, and you soak that all in and, and that helps change your, your phys- physiological, you know, insides, you know? And then, then you're reading that book. And then when you're done, you go upstairs, throw the book on the kitchen counter and go about your business, you know? And then at the end of the night, put it wherever you put it, you know? And then if somebody comes in, they're like, oh, what's this book? I don't know, this something I'm reading, it's all right. And you take it and you put it away. But you want to leave it around. You want to let people see that. You want people to know, like, oh, okay, so he, he's really he's really doing this thing. But like I said, you got to do it without doing it. You know, you, you got to be don't that indirect. And don't forget your daughter. Well, that that's the one thing, like, th- this did bring me and Gianna a lot closer together because certain things were said in certain conversations that made me think I had to talk to her. And I, I talked to her, and I guess things weren't really how they were perceived. And But in that conversation, I, I like, I told her, like, you know, like, because she made a comment about, you know, it seems like you just want to be alone. I'm like, but I don't want to be alone. Like, that, that's not it. I just don't know how to move. And I feel uncomfortable in the house. So, like, I force myself to be alone because I don't know how to be, how to move, how to do, what to, you know, I, I try to get involved in things and you guys shut me out. I try to, you know, want to do things with you guys. And, nah, it's okay. Nah, you know what I mean? I was like, so I don't know what to do. 
I don't know how to act. So I just hide myself. And from having that discussion with her, like now, like, you know, and she like, she was like, you know, she's like, you know, dad, you know, I, I see that you do that. You're, you know, after this was like a, a few hours later, she came to the kitchen. She was like, you know, I, I see that you, I started thinking you do try to do stuff. You do try to be included. And I'm sorry that every time you want to do something, I always, you know, go off and do something else. And I said, you don't got to apologize to me for being a teenager. Like you're supposed to be out with your friends. Like you shouldn't be home with your dad who's stressing and trying to keep me, you know what I mean? keep me together like that's not your job your job is to, to be a teenager we had our time when you were a kid and you were younger you know we had our time to be together i was like and we did it we did a lot of stuff together we went to jets games together we did you know soccer stuff we go to the park like we did a lot of stuff just the two of us when i had the opportunity to and now that you're older now you it's your time to be you you know and now like i'll see like she'll come home and rather than like how she used to come home and just come home and just you know, wash up and then go to bed. She'll come home and she'll talk to me for a few minutes. You know, the one day she came home and she saw me laying there watching a movie and she was like, you know, you want to watch a movie? So I stopped what I was watching and I watched a movie where we hung out. You know, so it, it, it did help that situation. You know what I mean? It, it definitely helped the, uh, you know, that side of it. So that, that, I mean, that is, at the end of the day, if anything, you know, doesn't work out between my wife, at least that part is in a better place. You know what I mean? So some positives did come out of it. That's good. I love to hear that for real. That y'all, you know, hung out like that. Yeah. So I mean and, and she has she has been very much like she she has been she's been very different. She's been very I get like intentional with her time when she's home. Hey, you don't know. She might be the deciding factor. That's mm -hmm. why you just gotta keep pushing and doing what you're doing. She might be the one to put it together. The reason you had her is the reason she was blessed upon you. Right? You gotta start hoping and praying, and you gotta stop saying that you can't do this, you can't do that. You gotta focus on what you can do. The words can't and friendship. Get that shit, friendship out of there. Don't even say that shit. Don't even say friendship <clears> anymore. <throat> friendship is, is a loaded word. Stay away from that one. Just cordial. Be cordial, you know, do what y'all do. Do yep. what you're doing. Yep. Follow your brother's advice. Listen to that book. Read that book a little bit. You know, just you shit, if, you, if you want, if you want to order your book and you have some form of audible type shit, I buy you the fucking book on that, bro. You have, you have, you have every everybody that should be on your side for the most part is on your side. You know that. What you need to do right now is take some of the words and suggestions and try to put them to play and take all your suggestions and all your your thoughts that you think will make it better. Just get rid of them shits for right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, they're definitely not your, good. Your plan, your playbook sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're going to have to get somebody else's playbook and run that one. And run he has it. Basic plays and see. Yeah, there you go. That ain't, you know, I mean, you ain't alone, man. As much as you think you're alone, you're not alone. We, you know, we, we all feeling the pain with you, man. Now, you, you may not see it, you know, but you're not there with me at 4 o'clock in the morning. When I'm writing about you in my, my prayer journal, you know what I mean? I mean, we all feeling this, man. You know, so, so those times when you're in your room, and you're like, I ain't got nobody, post that shit out your fucking head. Look, we, we, all, we all in this together, man. Like, there's, when there's love, like, there's connection. I mean, there's love, there's community. You know, and maybe community ain't always all together in the same spot. You know, maybe community ain't always on the phone talking. But there's people thinking about you. 
There's people saying prayers for you. You know? Like I said, I, I have a whole page in my fucking journal. Just the other day. You know, and I, there, there's a couple pages in there where I prayed for you, man. So, any fucked up thoughts you got, don't even entertain them, man. Because you, you ain't alone, bro. There ain't none of us alone, bro. No matter how hard shit gets, ain't none of us fucking alone. Shit ain't easy, man, but when you start thinking you're isolated and there ain't nobody there, that's when fucked up shit happens, man. So I just want to come out publicly and say that shit straight up, man. Ain't none of y'all alone, ever. Every morning when I sit down, my Bible, y'all's on my mind. If I love her on my mind. I got many prayers in that book that ain't for me, man. So anytime anybody that I know, that I love, feels like they're alone, you ain't, man. I may not be the greatest friend. I may not be the one to call somebody. I may not always go out for a beer. There's a lot of love here, and I'm fucking spreading that shit as much as I can, man. And I'll be there for anybody whenever they need me, man. So just remember that. So I want to say, man, just remember that. Sorry, man. That should be enough power for you to get through the day, nigga. Shit. <laughs> I gotta fucking go. Just one more day, and that's it. One just day. One man. day. Just one day, yo. So, so we gotta do just one day, man. You guys, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Don, I love you too, man. Love y'all, niggas. I love you guys, yo. I'm out, yo. Yeah, we gonna sign right. out. Later, yo. I gotta get ready for church. Alright, yo. Peace. Like we say every week, most valuable thing you give anybody your time. And I appreciate all of they gave their time to listen to me. I love y'all. Peace.